welcome back to Here So We Don't Get Fined, the podcast. My name is David. My name is Thomas. Been a while, man. It has been a. <laughs> it's been an extraordinary uh, minute since we've recorded. <laughs> Not much longer than a minute. <laughs> but uh, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. To It'll have been at least Illyria. 24 hours for you guys. Did, did, can you name that movie? Wait, I'm sorry. Say it said again. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Illyria. I cannot. She's the man. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Dang. Yes. Dang. But uh, as you might have heard on the last episode, uh, David thought that the game was that episode. Yep. But it is this episode. So yep. are you ready to rumble? Hint number one. This city is the toilet paper capital of the world. Ooh. Interesting. So they didn't struggle during COVID is what you're saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. Um, interesting. But that's actually not the actual hint. I just wanted oh. to throw out that. In the U.S., there is a toilet paper capital of the world. Uh, interesting. Now, this city, the actual game right now, hint number one, the real one. This city is a hub of street art with giant murals created by local, national, and international artists. If you visit this city, this city has a number of tours that take you through the various, not through, but pop by the various murals and explain the significance of it and about the artist. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact they do that in Nashville. Do they really? Yeah. I don't, well, I know they have tours you can look up, like, and do yourself. I right. don't know if they have guided tours. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But there are, like... Apparently, you can do. there are so many murals here that there's multiple guided tours that take you, that there's zero overlappage. So, Dang. yeah, so. I don't know if overlappage is a word. It is not. But uh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, That's the word of the day. Interesting. Thomas. Interesting. Uh, I know, again, Nashville has a lot of murals and there are tours. Mm-hmm. But didn't we just recently do Nashville? Did we? Yes, so I'm assuming it's not Nashville. Unless I tried to pull a um, on you. Let me go with Atlanta, Georgia. I hate you so much. Is it really Atlanta? Yeah. No shot! Yeah. No shot! It's Atlanta! Yeah. <laughs> David, I knew we talked about how we wanted to make this a quick episode, but Jesus. <laughs> the first hint... I'm so upset, dude. <laughs> I'm so upset. Right it's now. not Atlanta. It's not. It is. It's not. Oh, no, because I'm going to stop laughing, and then you're going to be like, just kidding, it's not Atlanta. It's Atlanta. That's the... <laughs> That's the right. David has uh, <laughs> taken off his headset. Oh, man. It's because if I kept leaning back, I was going to pull the mic, and I didn't want to do that. Uh, oh, man. I'm That's so, awesome. I'm so upset right now. That's awesome. Uh, you ruined it. You did this to yourself. How did I, I mean, yeah, you, you were talking beforehand, and you said some stuff that immediately... Took me to Atlanta. Yeah, but here's the specifically thing, this historic. Like you said, this city voted for Joe Biden in this election, and the only reason that's significant is if it's a blue city in a typically red state. And so, that thought process, my first thoughts were Nashville and Atlanta because they're typically blue cities was, in typically red states. What I was trying to do, and so my first thought automatically Atlanta. What I was trying to do there was throw out some things that I generally have to sift through, like hint-wise, like facts. Like, like for every city, when I'm looking up, I get things like that. Like these that? oddly specific, irrelevant things. And I knew that you were going to pick up on, on some things. So I started just looking up random cities before I even started filling out the game and just throwing stuff at you. So you said that about Atlanta? In the middle of... Before you even picked Atlanta? Yeah. Well, uh, that's about as silly as your Motown thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a goof. That's Man, a goof. that's funny. Okay. Uh, I can't 
That's what awesome. We, what if we just pretended for a moment that you did not say Atlanta? Okay. All right. Hit number two. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida. That is incorrect. Ah, dang it. Hit number two. This city is home to the largest drive-in restaurant in the world, which every day serves the most Coca-Cola anywhere on the planet. Okay, I would have guessed Atlanta right there. Really? Atlanta. The capital of Coca-Cola is in Atlanta. I mean... The capital. The corporate... Like, Coca-Cola corporate, they have a factory that you can take tours of. Right, right, right. But, like, I, I think that's just more of, like, there's more stats there. Like, I, that wasn't done with the hint. Like, it was, like the most Coca-Cola of anywhere on the world, 300 gallons of chili, 2,500 pounds of potatoes, and over two miles worth of hot dogs every day. Yeah, see, that would have made me, literally, I would have got, you, you've seen me play this game. I get stuck on one thing you say. You'll say a hint, and I'll get stuck on one thing. I would have gotten stuck on that Coke thing, and I would have immediately been like, Coke's headquarters are in Atlanta. They have a factory. You can tour it. You get free Coke samples. Give me Atlanta. You see, the way I would have ingested that is this is in a very big city, so I would have been thinking L.A. or New York just from the amount of Atlanta's product big that's being pushed out. I mean, it's the 10th largest city in the – or, no, the 10th largest uh, – greater metro area in the u.s it's like the yeah. 36th largest city in the u.s i mean that's there's that's significant i mean yeah but like yeah it's a large city <laughs> i hate you um but yeah so if if the first one didn't which for the record the first one was a shot in the dark i would like to say that uh the first one was indeed a shot in the dark but that would have i would have stuck on the coke thing also, when you gave the chili hint, I did mention that Atlanta was famous for their chili. Really? Yeah. Oh. Great chili in Atlanta. I didn't realize that. I also, I've, so I, the traffic in Atlanta is horrible, but I've so been bad. to Atlanta more than a few times, and I'm a big fan of Atlanta, the city. If the traffic didn't exist, I would, I would love Atlanta. That's fair. Like, they have a really nice uh, music festival. Yeah. Also, the, the uh, there's a ton of really cool art yeah. in Atlanta, which obviously the in first hint, yeah. but, um, but they yeah, have, like, so the biggest art museum in the southeast. Second hint would have given away well, Atlanta to me. Hint number three. Okay. This city has 17 sister cities. The city of Atlanta. What? And I looked up what a sister city is. Apparently, it's a city that is intertwined in a lot of different facets, like economically, uh, educationally, trade, that sort of thing. Like, it's, a, it's two cities that are integrated almost from afar let's say i didn't guess it by then i probably would have gone somewhere like minneapolis or st yeah. paul but i'm going to read you some of the sister cities of okay. atlanta rio de janeiro brazil mm-hmm. brussels belgium yep olympia greece and newcastle england interesting they also have a sister city in georgia the country yep that i can't pronounce I can pronounce Georgia, obviously, but not the city. There's a lot of U's with little hyphens over them. You know, I, you know, I hear that city in, in Georgia also has a sister city in Georgia. Really? Oh, crazy world, isn't it? Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and hint number four, in 2011, Atlanta became the first city to demolish all public housing projects. I certainly would not have guessed that. Yeah, that's what I should have started with. Yeah. Uh, as for the sport hints... Uh, this Atlanta has the oldest on-campus D1 NCAA football stadium. Certainly would not have guessed that. Uh, this Atlanta is also home to the oldest continuously operated sport franchise in our country's history with the franchise beginning in 1871. The Braves? The Braves. Started in Boston. Oh, yeah. They were the Boston Braves. Yeah, there you go. Man, I forgot about that. There you go. All right, so I don't think hate. I don't hate all things Boston. I like the Atlanta Braves. There you go. Ronald Acuna Jr. might be the best player in baseball, especially now that Shohei's not going to pitch anymore. Oh, uh, I was about to say even better than Shohei. Shohei's not going to pitch anymore. Ever? Supposedly. I hate the Angels. He was supposed to just hit for the rest of the season. Yeah. And then he shut it down for the rest of the season. Uh, and supposedly the thought is he's only going to come back a hitter. Way to go, Angels. Yeah. You have flushed two of the best careers down the toilet. I hope you're proud of yourselves. I mean, he'll still be a great hitter. I mean, yeah, but what could have been, you yeah. know? Jeez. Yeah. 
But, um, well, there you go. Atlanta. I'm so flustered right Listen, now. Listen, dude, I was going to get it. I pick Atlanta every time. Yeah, but I've broken you of that. You stopped picking Atlanta for a while. That's true. That's I had true. you, dude. I was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this has been, like, literally, I have been waiting over 10 weeks to pick Atlanta as a city. Yeah. I have been purposefully avoiding it. Well, I even tried to break you with Oakland in the multiple sport teams. You did break me. I did. But, like, the point is, is, like, I have been stacking this deck of cards <laughs> for so long. And you came in like a Tennessee twister in the middle of March that doesn't belong there and just ruined it all. Bro, I'm Stitch playing Godzilla in the middle of Lilo's room, I guess. I strongly dislike you right now. I love you too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's three times in the last two pods that I've made you meow. That's because we need to record in this basement more often. You're an annoyance. You know that? Thank you. I appreciate that. But you know what? I have something that's going to make you feel better. Okay. Uh, so you remember how last week you put out your worst record thus far on picks? Yeah. And I put out my best record thus oh, yeah. far mm-hmm. on picks? Well, have no fear. The universe has corrected itself. Doesn't karma because a beautiful thing? Because while last week Thomas went 6-10 and 10 and I went 10-6, and six, this week... I went six and ten, and Thomas went ten and six. Which, if I'm not mistaken, puts you back to a game ahead of me. Wow. Yeah, you were a game ahead of me. I went three games ahead of you, and you have retaken your one game lead. Our current records are thirty-two, thirty, and two, and thirty-three, twenty-nine, and two. So those are b- both not great. Not great. Not it's above five hundred. It is, but, it is, uh, but still not great. I don't think five hundred is what either of us are shooting for. Certainly not. I'd like to get to around seventy five hundred, but but hey, don't worry, we're both starting off this week zero and one. That's right. We picked yeah. before the Thursday game, uh, the Commanders and the Bears game. The Bears were traveling to Washington D.C. to play the Commanders. Uh, the Probably most overrated head coach in the history of football. Uh, the probably most overrated front seven of a defense in the National Football League. And uh, probably the... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you hating on their front seven? Because two weeks in a row they've played badly. I mean, yeah, but it's a long football season. I wouldn't say they're overrated. Yeah, but they're talked about one of the best. And so far in half the games this season, they've played terrible football. I think Chase Young is overrated. Uh, Chase Young had Justin Fields in his grasp a couple of times That's last night. That's because Chase Young is probably uh, the only edge outside of Jermaine Johnson who can catch Justin Fields. Well, I mean, Justin Fields escaped most of the time. Yeah, No, but, but I'm just talking about pure speed. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, Washington were six-point favorites. Thomas and I both picked Washington and then had a couple of texts about how terrible the Chicago Bears are. Uh, the Chicago Bears won 40-20, to 20, and we are not starting off not, not great. Uh, I will say, Justin Fields now back-to-back weeks with four touchdowns, back-to-back weeks. Looking, uh, like a looking decent. Yeah. But I watched the entire game, and it's important to note, that he had 14 incompletions out of 29 attempts, which is barely above 500. Mm-hmm. And those 14 incompletions, at least minimum seven of them, any top 20 quarterback should be able to make. Yeah. And he just missed them. Overthrew, underthrew. He had Jahan Dotson wide oh, open. Hold on, time out. Jahan Dotson plays for the commanders. Not Jahan Dotson. DJ Moore? Uh, Darnell Mooney? No. Darnell Mooney. Okay. He had Darnell Mooney wide open on the side, and he just threw it way out of bounds. It was – so while Justin – my opinion is this. I heard Chris Canty say it on ESPN. I will uh, endorse it. Echo it? If you echo it. That's the word. No one cares about my endorsement at ESPN. I will echo it. Sell right now on Justin Fields. Yeah, but who's buying? This is the best he's going to look in his career, statistically, if you don't watch the film. Yeah. Um, 
Because again, man, they're just like, like, oh, he had 240 yards and he had four touchdowns and he had no interceptions. But watch the missed passes. Let me ask you. Watch even some of the completed passes were absolutely snatched by the receivers. Watch the missed passes. And, dude, they're bad. Let me ask bad. you something really fast. Yeah. Would you take Justin Fields or Zach Wilson? Oh, that's really hard. <sighs> I think Zach Wilson is more definitively bad than Justin Fields. Yes, I think you can. I have more faith in Zach Wilson's ability to see a wide open wide receiver than Justin Fields. I don't know that I do. I I think Justin Fields is more athletic. I think he makes smarter decisions. I think he's better at avoiding sacks. I would take Fields over Wilson. Okay. He's also younger. I would take uh, uh, the number one overall pick. Caleb Williams? No, just I'm saying either way. Zach Wilson wasn't the number one overall pick. Have you ever seen uh, – no, no, no. What I'm trying to get at is have you ever seen the Simpsons movie? No. Uh, well, there's a trailer – uh, there was a trailer that they put out where Homer Simpson is holding on to a wrecking ball, a okay. wrecking ball, and it's smashing into a rock and then falling back and hitting a building that says the hard place. You know, between okay. a rock and a hard place. I think okay. either way you go, yeah, it's not great. I think either way ends in the number one overall pick. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well. Moving on. Yes. It is Starting fun. off the week 0-1. Not great. Let's uh let's change it up a little bit. Tennessee is visiting Indianapolis in Lucas Oil Stadium. It looks like you're dancing to music right now. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just vibing, bro. <laughs> it looks like you're dancing. Because you got headphones on and you're wiggling back and forth. I'm just vibing, man. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Um Tennessee visits Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. To take on the Colts and Anthony Richardson, Tennessee is two-and-a-half-point favorites. Who you got? Titans. It's okay to be wrong. Here's the deal. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts have not beaten the Tennessee Titans in three seasons. Yeah, but the Titans haven't looked this bad in three seasons. The Indianapolis Colts have not had this much. Hmm? This much? Much, have not had this much hope in three seasons. I think the Colts and the Titans haven't looked this bad in three seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Colts win this game. I think the Colts are going to have a hard time generating momentum until JT's back. JT's back. Oh, give me the Colts. All right. If Jonathan Taylor's on the field, I'm picking Jonathan Taylor. I'm just saying, uh, we beat the Ravens. Without Jonathan Taylor. I thought you guys just forced OT. We did, and then beat them. Oh. I thought you lost an OT. I thought that We lost was... an OT to the Rams. I thought it was one of those things where, like, it's a win for us because we forced OT, because we no. came back. No, we beat the Ravens. Oh. We've beaten the Ravens and Texans. We lost to the you Jags know, and I think the— uh... It's important to, like, say this, and I know it was a bad for me as a sport podcast host, co-host— uh, the second the Steeler game ended, I was like, I'm done with football this week. No fair. We lost to the Rams this week. We forced OT with the Rams, which I think was a win, and then we lost in OT. But in week three, yeah, in week three, we beat the Ravens in overtime. I mean, hey, if JT's back, I I believe in JT. JT is back. Zach Moss is playing well. Anthony Richardson's healthy still. He's playing. Um, I think the I think the uh, Titans finally take an L from the Colts. And it's about freaking time, man. I need to make sure to start JT this week. It's about freaking time. Um, Baltimore. They're going to the the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field. Yeah. Currently known as Ackershire Stadium. To take on. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Possibly the best offense the NFL has ever seen. I swear to God. Led by possibly the best coaching ever in the history of the National Football League. Led by the one, the only, Matt Canada and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the one downtime. Baltimore is minus four. Who you got? 
I also have Baltimore. Um, I wanted so bad. I want so bad to pick the Steelers because that spread came out before Pickett was cleared to play, and he is cleared to play as of like 20 minutes ago. And I want nothing more than the pick the Steelers. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have zero confidence in the Steelers' defense ability to score more points than the Ravens' offense. Um, if you can't put up more than six points against the Texans, against the Texans, what makes you think we have a shot in the dark of putting up yeah. six points against the Ravens? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, obviously, joking in the first little bit I said there. Uh, this is quite literally the worst offense in the National Football League. If you we listen to the last pod already, my blood, my my heart rate is back in the triple digits now. The worst offense in the National Football League have been for three years. Baltimore's defense is playing well. Lamar Jackson is playing great football. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that Baltimore. If, if this was minus fourteen, I'd probably take Baltimore. Um, okay, we don't got to be that aggressive. I'm sorry. Okay, my this, this is the makings of a 10-3 game. My, I don't know about that. I will say, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh does play Baltimore pretty well. Pittsburgh always um, plays Baltimore pretty well. Historically. But, so, But the fact of the matter remains, right now. <laughs> we only have five offensive plays that we call. Right We're now, basically yeah. the bad version of the Remember the Titans offense. Yeah. That's what we are. Yeah. That is what we are. Left side, strong side? No. All sides, terrible side, sides. Yeah. It doesn't, and like it's you know it's different when you have five plays against a high school, and when you have five plays against an NFL team. Like here's the thing though, right? This offense is built to go up. It's built to be a college offense, and what I mean by that is it's built to not go up against the best athletes every week. This is built for the automatically knowing what's coming from the receivers and the speed to make up for the lack of knowing what's coming and the hesitation of the defense but here's the thing we're going up against professionals we're going up against the best of the best every week we're going up to use urban meyer's words basically alabama every week and that ain't gonna fly literally because we don't have a passing offense and it ain't gonna crawl because we don't have a running offense either we're just gonna go backwards and backwards and backwards and backwards Thomas? Yeah. I don't think your heart can take this. I don't think it can. We both pick Baltimore. Let's just move on. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Pittsburgh's ass. Um, that was unnecessary. Carolina traveling to Motown. Detroit. Detroit. To take on the Dan Campbell Nittany Lions. The Pistons? Yes. Uh, the Lions are nine and a half point favorites. Who you got? Give me Detroit. I also am taking Detroit here. Um, here's the deal. Last week, I looked at a lot of big spreads, and I thought to myself, I don't feel good about these big spreads. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick the other team. Yeah. And that bit me directly on the right buttock, and I lost a lot of games. At least I wasn't the left one. So this time, I am not going to let the big spreads scare me. Give me Detroit minus 9.5. That offense looks great this year. That defense, surprisingly looking good. Um, Detroit has like a top 8 defense right now. We have picked the same teams. We have so far, yes. Detroit's good. I'm willing to to, to put you back to Tennessee if you want. No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. I'll give you Pittsburgh. No. No? All right. Uh, yeah, Detroit is very good this year. I'm I'm here for it. Now, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing an away game in England. But are they playing an away game in England? No. Technically, they're the away team, but they're going up against Buffalo in uh, good old England in the international series. But here's the thing. When it comes to European football fans, American football fans, that is, over in Europe, they're all big fans of them there. Jacksonville Jaguars, all right? We've talked about it more than once. The NFL putting a team over there in England. If they're going to do it, it's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have an impeccable record over there in that there England across the pond. And so if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Jacksonville. But nonetheless, Buffalo, with this incredible offense they got going on right now, Josh Allen's playing unbelievable, absolutely mad over there, over there in the, the, the city of England. 
That's not a city, it's a country. But um, I'm going to stop. You sounded a little more yeehaw Brit than Brit. Well, I'm a little more yeehaw than I am Brit. That's a, that's a um, lot of fair. But nonetheless, uh, it is Jacksonville versus Buffalo in England, as stated. Buffalo, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Keep in mind, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's record in England. Why, man? You're you supposed not, to pick Buffalo. You can't not pick Jacksonville I'm in England. I'm also taking Jacksonville. That is the rule, David. You I'm, can't bet against the London Jaguars, okay? I'm also taking Jacksonville. Uh, I really... I If this game is played anywhere else in the world... I'd take Buffalo. i take Buffalo. Yeah. But there's something about Jacksonville playing in England. I don't know what it is. Even when they're bad, they're yeah, good. like it's stupid. Yeah, it makes no lick of sense. I don't know what it is, but Jacksonville plays well over there, and I don't see that stopping now. Also, this Jacksonville team has not looked great in a lot of games this season. I think they're trying to bounce back. It started last week against Atlanta, and I think they're going to continue that. They're going to play good football. I don't know that they win, but I think they cover five and a half. Yeah, New Orleans taking on Bill Belichick. Mac Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Devontae Juju Smith-Schuster, Bill O'Brien, Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft is not going to be on the field. You'll know that. It's in New England. I'm pretty confident. It's in New England. He could be on there. You'll know. The New England Patriots. This spread is even. Who you got? New Orleans. Interesting. Now we differ. Finally. I got New England. Well, you're you're a pathologist, um, so I am, and I think New England was embarrassed last week. I think something's got to give. I think Bill Belichick is not the type to um, be like Mike Tomlin. And here's what I mean by that: uh, it seems like Mike Tomlin, when he has a problem, he's going to continue. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to mean this disparagingly. Well, I'm not trying to talk badly about Mike Tomlin, but if Mike, it seems like. If they run into issues, Mike Tomlin's response is, we're running a marathon, not a sprint. Let's keep going. Yeah. Whereas Bill, if a guy looks at him funny, he cuts him. He's going to make the changes he needs to make. And obviously it hasn't been crazy successful, but I think it's been a lot more successful than a lot of people have thought, especially when you consider the lack of weapons over there. They finally got weapons. They finally got an OC. It's been off to a slow start. They haven't looked phenomenal, but I think things are going to continue to get better. I think Bill is going to continue to make adjustments. Uh, I like the Patriots more than the Saints this year. Um, yeah, I, I just I like New England to win this game. I respect it. I disagree, but I respect it. Fair enough. Fair enough. We will see, my friend. That we will. We, we will. will see. Watch this be the one game we differ on. What? Watch this be the one game we differ on. I won't be, I'm sure. I got a couple wild picks in here. Okay, okay, okay. The Houston Texans taking on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Atlanta coming off a bad loss. Houston coming off a, a blowout win. win. A win. Just a win. Blowout. Just a horrible, win. horrible just team that they played last week. Are you trying the trick? Uh, the Falcons are one and a half point favorites. Texans. I also have the Houston Texans. I After don't. After a win last week, I am rolling with the hot hand of the Houston Texans. I don't even understand how Atlanta's favored in that game. Uh, you know, even in their wins, Atlanta hasn't looked good. I mean, they looked good in Week One. They haven't looked great, I should say. I'm just, I'm still going with Houston. Yeah, I think, I think the Texans are great. C.J. Stroud is not great, but C.J. Stroud is playing great. Yeah. Uh, he is proving to be great, and we talked about it last pod. He's going to continue to get better as the season goes, as most rookies do. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think the Texans take this one pretty handedly. Um, next we have – it got dark in here. What happened? Uh, well, you know, it is that time of the year where oh, it is sun starts to yeah. set a little earlier. <laughs> uh, the New York Giants versus the Miami Dolphins. This is in Miami. The Giant or the Dolphins are 12-point favorites. Give me the Miami Dolphins. 
I also have the Miami Dolphins. I'm sorry. I'm not picking against the Dolphins um, unless they're playing a division opponent because divisions are kind of wild, you know? This is a team that was flying off the cuff. Uh, they were playing absolutely phenomenal. This offense looked unstoppable. The defense was surprising a lot of people, and they just turned a corner and ran into a massive wall last week. I think that shocked them. I think that took the wind out of them. I think they're going to get back on the horse, and I think they're going to blow the absolute doors off of a terrible, terrible team in the New York Giants, uh, just further proving that uh, Dayball did not deserve the coach of the year last year. But You know what I'm going to keep track of? What? Last year we kept track of uh, how many weeks it took Russell Wilson to throw more touchdowns than the amount of bathrooms he had in his house. This year, I'm going to start keeping track of how long it takes Matt Canada's offense to score as many points as the Dolphins did against the Broncos. (laughs) Oh, man. And we'll see you in week 15 for the update. I'm kidding. That's generous. I'm kidding. (laughs) They'll score more than 70 points through 15 weeks. At this pace, I'm not confident in that. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Yeah, man, the Giants suck. The Dolphins are great. Um, I think coming off a loss, they're going to try to fight back, and I think they're going to be successful at it. Next, the Cincinnati Bengals. Not them. Are traveling to Arizona. Well. To face the Arizona Cardinals. Joe Burrow says his calf is fully healthy. Yeah, I'm sure he thinks that. The Bengals are three-point favorites. I really wish this was a bigger spread. (laughs) Who you got? I'm going to look like an idiot, but I'm taking the Cardinals. All right, I got Cincinnati. Um, I keep betting on Cincinnati. They keep disappointing me. Yeah. At some point... Something's got to give. At some point, you have to be right. A broken Something's clock is give. right three times a day. I think it finally gives. I think Cincinnati... Fi- what? No, it's broken clock is right twice a day. I think it depends on how long you classify a day. I, that's pretty universal. It's 24 yeah. hours. I mean, not necessarily. No, necessarily. I view Absolutely. Days as 36 hours. That's incorrect. I mean, only with that attitude. With every attitude. You don't know that. Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, no, Cincinnati, I think, is going to bounce back. Eventually, why not against Arizona Cardinals, right? This is a team that's 1-3, a team that had one fluke win. They have played some good, close, tough games, but I still think the Arizona Cardinals uh, lose pretty handedly in this game. Next, we're flying through this pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, that's what happens when you uh, get my city right on the first hint. Dude, you should have made it harder. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I mean, it kind of is your fault. I mean... Why do you have to guess the same city every week? I don't guess the same city every week. Like you said, you had pretty much broken me of that habit. I haven't guessed it in like four weeks. I hate you. Sorry about it. Um, Also, just real quick. Can I just say, this chair seems like it would be great for lounging, but trying to sit up and record a podcast for two hours straight, it's not crazy comfy. Hey, why are you giving away our secrets? I think they know. You don't know that. That's fair. Uh, It's pretty uncomfy. Yours looks much nicer. Well, I'm also... You're you're literally sitting here turned around lounging right now? Golly. You look like you're having, like, living the life. I look, I, I feel very comfortable. I'm Obviously, sure I look very comfortable. I wish I could record in this chair every week, dude. And it's—I feel like it's quieter here than at our house. These chairs are quieter than our house. Well, we're also in a neighborhood, not on a—you know—off of a road that's busier than it should be. Whenever we're recording, you know, valid. valid. This is a neighborhood of very old people who life moves very slow. You know. Yeah. Uh, not everyone's super old. Your aunt's not old. No, but like, let's be real about this community. You know, the vast majority of people are retirement age. Fair. Fair enough. All right. Next game. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles travel to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Yeah. The Eagles are four-point favorites. Who you got? 
I can't help but ride with one of two undefeated teams remaining in the NFL. Does it change your mind that Cooper Cup is playing this week? Not really. Okay. I'm riding with the Eagles. All right. Well, um, as I was writing these spreads, news came out that Cooper Cup is expecting to play, and that did change my mind. I'm taking the Rams. I almost feel like you're taking the Rams to throw in some more difference in this week's picks. I put I wrote down my picks before. You can't prove that. I can. Okay. How many games we got left? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four. But, no, uh, there's a lot of reasons I'm picking the Rams. One, the Rams have looked really good this year. Two, Puka Nakua is playing out of his mind. Three, they're getting, uh, when healthy, the best wide receiver in football back. And uh, four, fun fact, Puka Nakua is on pace to have the most receiving yards in a season. At that point, all three of the highest or of the best receiving seasons in NFL history would have been passed the ball by, or the ball would have been passed by Matthew Stafford. Wow. He's playing a great season. Puka's having a great season. And they're getting arguably the best wide receiver when healthy back in football. Um, I really like the Rams this season. I don't know if they win this game, but I like them to at least cover. That's fair. Also, let's just be honest. The Eagles have looked human in a lot of games this year. They have. They, they allowed have. 30 points from the Commanders last last week. They did. However, again, divisional matchups are kind of, you know, they always seem to be uh, bare-knuckle, drag-down fights. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Next game. The New York Jets versus the Denver Nuggets. Denver, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Who you got? I'm feeling spicy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? The Jets. Did you pick the Jets, too? <laughs> I did pick I listen, I'm done the New with York the football Jets. I'm done with the Broncos. I did pick they the New York relegated. football Jets. I'm done um, with the Broncos. Send them to the XFL. I also picked the Jets for a couple of reasons. One, because I am done with the Broncos. Two, uh, we just saw Justin Fields have back-to-back good games, despite the fact that he's not a good quarterback. Zach Wilson had one of the best games of his career last season, last season, last week. Uh, And I think it's very possible he at least has another decent game against a not-good team in the Denver Broncos. And so um, seeing just the – I think it gives him confidence, and the best Zach Wilson we've seen is when he's going into something confidently. Yeah. And so I think this team uh, maybe even rallies around him a little bit based on how he played. I'm not saying that they're going to pick up steam and play good this season, but I think at least a team like Denver, they're going to play pretty well and will at least lose with a last-second field goal to take a one-point lead, if not win the whole dang thing. Also, the Broncos are bad. You just have to avoid two players on defense. Yep. That, that's that's it. That should be easy enough with yep. how loaded that Jets team is with talent. You got talent everywhere, but quarterback. I agree, man. The, the, the Broncos are so bad. And here's the deal. I don't want to pick the Jets. Mm-hmm. I but I can't pick the Broncos. I don't, I don't want to pick the Jets either. Unless they shift to running the ball 40 times a game. I don't really care to pick the Jets, but... <laughs> They're kind of forcing my hand here. Why does this game feel like voting in a presidential election? I don't want to pick either one, but I guess I'm going to pick the one that sucks the less, the least. There should be a fourth option where we just, like, redo. <laughs> and neither of the parties are allowed to run again. Or neither of the people. Yeah, I wish. I wish. That'd be pretty sweet. But then I what wish. happens for the next year, you know? Do what? I said, but then what happens for the next year? Yeah, fair. But... Done with the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos fire. suck. Jets also suck, but a little bit less. Fire Vance Joseph and fire Matt Canada. And probably fire Sean Payton and Russell Wilson while you're at it. Yeah. The next game. Excuse me. Oh, Had a little burp thingy say. going on. The Kansas City Chiefs in Minnesota to take on the Vikings. The Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Minnesota. You're picking Minnesota? 
They just got their first dub. This team is not as bad as the record indicates. I if agree. There's a time for them to get hot. I think it's now. And Against the is, Chiefs? And I mean, coming off a win. Um, I And the Chiefs just haven't been as scary as they normally are. Like, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are gods at football. But the rest of the team hasn't been as scary as it usually is. And Minnesota has been playing decent. But also their defense is horrendous. And they're going up against the gods of football. So the more I talk, the more I pick Kansas City. You're picking Kansas City? Yeah. Dang it. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, man, Kansas City. I think, again, Patrick Mahomes is coming off arguably the worst game of his career. I think he's not going to let that happen. Uh, Fun fact, last week was the first time in his career in high school, college, or the National Football League that Mahomes was outplayed at quarterback. And by what I mean, what I mean by that is a quarterback threw for more completions, more yards, more touchdowns, and fewer interceptions. First time in his career in high school, college, or or the NFL. And it was Zach Wilson. And I think he is pissed. Yeah. I think he is going to be angry. I think Travis Kelsey is going to be angry. I think they are going to absolutely take advantage of this Minnesota defense. You can't drop a game. Like, they didn't lose, but, like, you can't drop a game like that in front of the Swifties. Also, let's not forget... Uh, that this Chiefs defense is like top seven right now. Yeah. Chandler Jones is playing Chandler or Chris? Chris. Chris Jones is playing out of his mind uh, now that he's finally back with the team. I, I I think this like three and a half blows my mind. I think Kansas City by ten. Yeah. Uh, minimum for me personally. Oh, absolutely. I do agree though. The Chiefs have been uncharacteristically like despite being three and one. Like they're have they're been still like the favorite in the AFC but like they look more human yeah like and like I'm not saying they are human I'm just saying they look like Superman walked within a mile radius of kryptonite you know yeah like, like and, and again they're three and one but not a convincing three and one yeah and it's it's weird yeah. it's very very weird however I think this is a big game for Kansas City Kadarius Tony, not that guy not a guy not just not that guy, not even a guy. Yeah, no. That's a tough, tough, tough pick for the Giants there. I agree. Yeah. Dallas, them good old Cowboys, and Michael McCarthy are traveling to Santa Clara to visit the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are three and a half point favorites. Who you got? I think I have Dallas. Interesting. We finally differ. I think I have Dallas. I like like San Francisco is a team full of guys, but so is Dallas, dude. And this is the most threatening Dallas has looked in a minute. Um I agreed with that until they lost to the Arizona Cardinals. I think that was just a gotcha game. I think the San Francisco 49ers have a phenomenal defense. They do. I think they have a phenomenal offense. They do. I think they have a phenomenal head coach. And I think Brock Purdy has proven every single day. He was 20 of 21 last week. Who did they play against? He's accurate as all get out. I don't know who they played against. Who did they play against? He's Ooh. accurate as all get out. He's not going to lose games. He doesn't turn the ball over. They played against Arizona last week. Uh, that the team that Dallas lost to. Right, but the approach the approach for both um, going up against either of those teams is night and day difference. 20 of 21. Brock Purdy's looked great. I think the entire team is phenomenal. I think the Cowboys lost Trayvon Diggs. The so San Francisco is going to be able to pass all over him. That's a shame. I'm not confident in that offense. Tony Pollard has not looked great this year. It's a shame um, that they had that they lost Trayvon Diggs. He was on a real tear this year. Oh my gosh. We've already talked about the fact that CD Lamb is not getting looked at nearly enough. We've already talked or I just mentioned Tony Pollard again has not looked great this year. 
Um, the offense as a whole has not looked great this year. The defense has looked good, but they also haven't gone up against an offense yeah. like the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, um, losing, losing Diggs takes their our defensive grade from an A to a C. And if you ask me, that's a really big L to take. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, listen. I'm listening. It's three and a half points. And you think Dallas wins this game or at least loses by less than three? Are you trying to talk me into picking San Francisco? I mean, listen, that's fair. I'm going with my gut here. Stick my gut here says that Tony Pollard is going to have a day. I don't think we boast on that line any running back is going to have a day against that team this year. But we'll see. There's one game remaining. Uno Moss. It might be the spiciest game of the year. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be... I mean, just absolute fire. Okay. And when I tell you these teams, you're going to be like, holy cow, I, I have to watch this Sunday night football game. This is going to be the best primetime game maybe we've ever seen. I can't tell if you're trolling. I am. Oh. Uh, it'll be hosted. By the Brands? In Las Vegas, Nevada. Raiders? The Raiders are hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Cheeseheads themselves. Okay. What a game. What's Does that spread? not sound just super enticing to you? No. It sounds horrible. What's the spread? One point in favor of Vegas. I'm going to take Green Bay, but I think Devontae Adams is going to feast. I'm also going to take Green Bay, and I, I don't think Devontae Adams is going to feast. That's fair. Vegas is bad, man. They are. But Josh McDaniels is bad. Uh, Aiden O'Connell is bad. I don't even know if he's playing or Jimmy this week. I don't care. Uh, Jimmy cleared concussion protocol. I don't care who it is. I think Green Bay looks pretty good. I like just Justin. Jordan Love. I also like Jordan um, Love. I just can't foresee a world in the Packers losing – to the Raiders? I mean, yeah, but to be fair, I couldn't see a world where the Steelers lost by 24 to the Texans. That's valid. Even with our 33rd ranked offense. Listen, man, fair enough. Um, yeah, well, that's the last game. But uh, something that we might talk about in a future episode, I have to put in a lot of work to really iron out the, the deets. But... Uh, you might remember from this summer when we were talking about soccer, Neymar and Messi both leaving PSG, right? Uh, and a lot of rumblings about Mbappe possibly leaving PSG. We only differed on four games, by the way. I mean, you know. we Out of 14. I mean, the spreads were what they were, you know. Fair enough. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry. And there's been a lot of controversy in and out of Paris. It looks like the that that club, both the men's and the women's, is about to fall apart, dude. There is PSG? A, yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of nasty rumors and stories circulating. Uh, the club was bought by Qatar, and there's alleged masked hitmen, uh, blackmail scandals, like... It is getting aggressive. Uh, so pro definitely, pro I'd say most likely enough to finish a, or to fill out a whole episode. Uh, but I want to make sure, I want to get, you know, some details a little more clear and have a more clear, like a cleaner picture. Yeah, before we go into it, I got Yeah, you. but uh, dude, if you can't wait for this, that episode to come out, which I don't know when that will be because, you know, we got some more hockey stuff to talk about. The football season's in full effect. The NHL season's about to begin in another week. Um, it's definitely worth looking into. Fair enough, man. Like, I'm like, here's something I can talk about because it's a little bit more clear and the police have made an arrest. Uh, one of the... One of PSG's women's team players played midfield she helped the team acquire a former teammate of hers she 
Then the new teammate, whose name I can't pronounce to save my life, took the old teammate's job in the midfield almost instantaneously. Jeez. Uh, apparently there was extreme signs of jealousness, and she was kidnapped, the uh, girl who took her job, uh, and beaten specifically in the legs with like metal bars. And the police found on the old player's Google search history how to break someone's kneecaps. And that's just... What? That's just the tip of the iceberg. What? PSG is falling apart. That's awesome. That is a very unexpected take from you. That's... I mean, not, not awesome. Not hilarious. But, like, that's crazy. That's the word. That's crazy. And I don't know how tied into it Qatar is. They were just name-dropped in regards to a lot of the PSG stuff. And depending on how tied in they are, it's a really bad look for a country who looked to make their impact in the soccer-slash-football world with the World Cup. And then they blundered that. And if it turns out that the country itself actually owns the club, they're doing another blunder, and it might be on the same scale. Dang. So definitely something to keep uh, an eye out on, to say the least. But uh, listen, I don't know if you're excited to hear about that. I do know that I'm very excited to hear about that. Uh, I don't know which of these games you're the most confident in with our picks on the spread. I don't know which of these games you're looking forward to watch the most. But uh, listen, I don't know about you, but... uh, We're we're just just here so we don't don't get get fined. fined.